This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. But you say he's just a friend. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. Birthday, Keith Richards, 80 years old today. Keith Richards and the Rolling Stones, 710, rain pounding here in New York City, winds hurling, coastal flooding issues everywhere. If you're going out this morning, please be safe. I recommend you stay home. I have no idea how I'm getting home today because the ferry's been shut down. Hopefully that'll... um open by sometime this afternoon, but right now I literally have no way back unless I spend a fortune on Uber and I'm sick and tired of spending money to get to work. So I'm just going to stay by Curtis's house, me and the cats. Anyway, Curtis does a tremendous job every weekday, noon to one on the Rip and Read. Overnight weekends, he hosts that, and he contends he gets better ratings than Murano during the week, and then he does a tremendous job. I mean, I can you know, Saturday night, for example, I we took Gabriel out for his birthday for dinner. His birthday was all the way back on November the 24th, but was so busy. We finally had some time Saturday, and he took a bunch of his little friends, you know, Oliver and um, who else? Uh, uh, Willie and uh, Kevin, me and Danielle. So we go to La Sorrentina. We love that place. Right in our neighborhood, Lewis, you know the place well. Great place. Great place. And we love John Mazzola. He's a great guy. And his son, Joe, is an even better guy. And uh, John opened up Sneaker Gallery across the street. So now on 129, he's got an Italian restaurant and a sneaker store. But wherever I go now, people ask to take pictures. And even Saturday night, making Danielle and Gabe both laugh. You know, they love me. I want to take a picture with Sid. And almost every time somebody says to me, I swear to God, where's Curtis? I go, you understand that Curtis has a wife. He's married, lives in the city, has his own life. Just because Curtis is on my radio show every morning doesn't mean that I'm with Curtis 24-7. But for some reason, Kurt, people out there seem to think that you and I are attached. To th- Do you get that when you're in the city? Where's Sid? Where's uh, Sid and Curtis? Oh, of course. Of course. And uh, all you had to do is tell them, A-Train, Beach uh, 116 Street. <laughs> Check that or any kind of migrant uh, <laughs> occupied tent area. You'll find Curtis Lee. But let me make oh, mention. Oh, by the way, talking about that, though, yes. the occupied tent area, yes. with all that you and I were willing about this summer, mostly you, and I guess Joanne Ariolo to a certain extent when she went to D.C., but it's all you talking about Floyd Bennett Field, how that's basically a swamp. It's a flood waiting to happen. How do they get by in a morning like this? Well, it's interesting. Um, the Sullivans, the Sullivan brothers who are first in peace, first in war, they're already out. They're going to scope the area. Those tents can only withstand about 40-mile-per-hour winds because they're not even pegged into the ground. They're pegged into cinder blocks. 
So they're not even pegged into runway 19. And then they're built right by Jamaica Bay. That's a floodplain. I mean, let's face it, that place is probably, you're going to have to take out your water skis and go up and down runway 19. So we'll get a report by the time I do the rip and read from 12 to 1. And then remember, you got Midland Beach in Staten Island where they took over the senior citizen home, kicked out all the veterans in order to make way for the illegal aliens, Eric Adams. And that was clobbered in Superstorm Sandy. This is no a nor'easter going on out there. The devastation is going to be intense. And what about for you, Sid? It was about a year ago. A year ago. Gabe sat in this seat. I sat here. You said, Gabe, we're going back on the ferry to Rockaway. I said to you, no, you're not, Sid. You better go down Woodhaven Boulevard, stop at the Home Depot, and get some pumps. Your own son. Your own son, Gabe, said, Curtis is right. (laughs) You said, oh, we don't need that. All of a sudden, that weekend, your entire palazzo, your palace, imploded. The pipes went pop, 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 pop. And and you were in exile, going from hotel to hotel, sharing it with illegal aliens for months on end in the city. Then I finally, uh, it's true, you're right about that. Two hotels or migrants there, and they gave us our own apartment in uh, Battery Park, which was nice. But I couldn't wait to get home. And wouldn't you know, of course, that uh, two weeks ago, we had a pretty good rain. And uh, we had some water damage in my kitchen, the room that separates the living room from the dining room. And then this morning, when I was leaving the house at 4.30, I heard the rain. But as I said earlier, I heard the rain inside, which is an issue. So I had to make Gene wait for about 10 minutes as I laid out about 20 towels. Now, we've got a gorgeous home. I mean, gorgeous floors. Everything is done perfectly. We just spent hundreds of thousands of dollars between the insurance company and our money. And again, Daniela's not texted me yet, which means she's still sleeping. She's going to walk downstairs this morning, see about 25 towels on the floor between the living room and the dining room. I mean, soaking wet. And I left, don't forget, almost three hours ago. And the rain has continued to pound since I left. So it looks like, once again, the Rosenbergs have water damage in Bell Harbor. They haven't had that many towels since the longest-running musical in Broadway, Oh, Calcutta. (laughs) Remember, they used to have the advertisements with guys running around with towels on. Very good. Very good. But anyway, I do suggest that Wrong Way, Lurifino, drive you home today. Down Woodhaven Boulevard, listen to me. Stop at that Home Depot, get some pumps. You're going to need some pumps. I don't care. Even when there's a little spritz in Breezy Point, the Rockaways Broad Channel, Hamilton Beach, Howard Beach, they're always underwater. Don't be a Weisenheimer. I'm the chosen people, a Jew. I know what to do. You know nothing. You I know would, nothing. You wouldn't know no what, to, what do to do with a pump. You wouldn't know what to do with a wrench, of course a not. bag of nails, and a hammer. Yesterday, as I was sitting there watching the Giants and the Saints and the Jets and the Dolphins, the beautiful... Oh, my God. What a masochist you are. I know. I know. The beautiful Danielle was walking around the house fixing everything and i sat there if you've had an accident trust gabo law personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time gabo law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you but don't take our word for it read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on google avo and facebook call gabo law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email 
at info at gobblelaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. That's it. I didn't by the way, move. by the way, did uh, your lovely wife Danielle make you chicken cutlets uh, during the giant game? Come on, she uh, actually. We did have chicken cutlet sandwiches for lunch, but then for dinner. Now that you've asked, she made a uh, beautiful salad with blue cheese, and then she made a shrimp with risotto dinner last night during the late four o'clock games. It was all great. We had a great night. And then she's going to wake up this morning, and it's going to be all hell. The phone hasn't buzzed yet from Danielle. When it does, everything changes. Well, let me tell you one thing. Uh, I had an opportunity to see your friend on TV over the weekend. Who was this? Eric Adams. Oh, my friend Eric, yes. Swagger man with no plan. Mayor of the illegal aliens. And the guy really thinks we're all stupid, right? He says, the Democrats underestimated the migrant impact. No, idiot, you did. Not the Democrats. You, Eric Adams. No, but all the Democrats did. I mean, it took Republicans like me and others to explain how in a million years, with a wide open border, just so you know, 79% of Americans, 79%, that includes both Democrats and Republicans, feel the border now is the biggest issue and it's a major issue. So if the border is wide open, Eric Adams and all these Democrats, how would you not be able to predict that this is going to happen Excuse a year me. later? How about the mayor saying, I blew it. I'm sorry I messed up. I got to help. I, I messed up. I got to fess up. I got to help patch it up. That's number one. Then he had the coulions, the web, the wables, the hubris to say, if I was president, I would know how to handle this migrant crisis. You messed up as mayor, and now you want to be president? That's the Peter principle. You know, I mess up in one job, kick me upstairs, and I'll do a better job. This guy, And then to compound all of that, he's moaning and groaning to Marsha Kramer. He's saying there are thousands of scooters in Midtown. This is really dangerous. They're unlicensed. They're stolen. They're being used in crimes. You better tell your friend Arthur Idell who said, what scooters? I'm right by the Roosevelt Hotel. I don't see any scooters, which made Chris Mullins' niece or... No, or his sister-in-law. Sister go absolutely <laughs> nuts. nuts. Uh, you should never have that Arthur <laughs> Idell on again. He's such a, a butt kisser no, no, and my friend. an Stop apology. No. Come on. No, no. Ooh, I don't see any scooters. Well, that again, was a, an unfortunate this is the mayor. error on his part. Wait yes. a second. This is the mayor. Oh, <laughs> thousands of scooters in Midtown. This is really dangerous. They're on license they're stolen they're used for crimes do something about it but what would you do about it when take I'm... all of them take the so, scooters so, so when you win and you are going to win and you become the next mayor you're going to be you're making this promise now like trump makes you're going to be able to remove all these scooters from new york how difficult is that here it is three o'clock in the morning they're having a siesta in the roosevelt hotel at our expense you bring the trucks the cops come in, they put the scooters on the truck, and the next thing they take it to the old Fresh Kill landfill in Staten Island, and they smash him the smithereens. You see, that's what I do. By the time the sun would come up, hey, you want to see your scooters? Look at them right there. I love that, and that's a very practical way of dealing with it, and you would do that, but here becomes the issue. 
if you do do that, and I'm a fan of that, then how will the migrants get around? Oh, wait a second. You're going to get rid of the migrants, too, aren't you, Kurt? Well, let's just say some of them you'll never be able to get rid of, right? The old timers who are 65 plus, you'll never be able to round them up. The women and children, nobody's going to go for that. But the single, able-bodied young men of military age, illegal aliens with nothing to do and nowhere to go, who, if they're driving unlicensed, stolen Vespas and motorbikes and using them in crimes, they got to go. Hey, guess what? Enjoy your vacation here in New York City. We're shipping you back south of the border or to your country of origin. So how do you say all of a sudden the Democrats underestimated the migrant impact? Okay, what's your answer? What you going to do? Oh, we're just going to have to keep cutting services. He keeps saying, we got to cut services. Really? So we're going to deny New Yorkers who pay their taxes. We're going to deny veterans who served in war and peace to take care of illegal aliens? You're the schmuck. You're the putz. You messed up. You fess up. How about resigning? How about doing what they do in Japan when they take out the Ginzu knife and they do Harry Carey? <laughs> Right? Because they've embarrassed themselves, their family, and everyone else. These politicians have no shame. Look at Andrew Evilized Cuomo. He came on in Good Day New York with Rosanna Scotto, and he's now saying, oh, congestion pricing is no good. Congestion pricing is no good. But didn't he champion congestion pricing at the very beginning? He's the one who passed it. (laughs) He's the one who forced it through. And now all of a sudden, oh, this won't be good for the city. And Rosanna Scotto said... Hey, aren't you the one who passed yeah. that legislation? Yeah. Well, that was then, and this is now. He's doing the same thing with bail reform. I mean, this guy is such a phony. And let me just say this. Uh, last week, I almost, I almost allowed you, Curtis, and others to convince me to bring this shyster on. But I spent the weekend really thinking about it. And over my dead body. Will Andrew Cuomo ever be on this show? I don't care if he's mayor. I don't care if he beats Gillibrand. I don't care if he's president. That mother effer is never coming on. I saw the Scotto interview. He's a liar. He's full of it. All his answers right now are to fix the problems that he caused. It's like Coons and Biden. For Coons to say, thank God we got Biden in office during these difficult times. Yes, these times are difficult, you moron, because Biden created them. It's the same exact thing with Cuomo and Adams right here in Let New York. Let me ask you a question. You were hit by that lightning bolt when you were sitting and watching that Mama Luke, Tommy DeVito get buried by the New oh. Orleans Saints while having your chicken cutlet sandwich, right? <laughs> yeah. Say, look at this Italian, right? He's no Italian stallion, he's a gelding. Oh my God, they're smashing him into the dark. And remember, they were dancing around him, making the Tommy yeah, DeVito sign. Yeah. How embarrassing. The same guy that sacked him four times did that dance. But look, you know, last week, it's ironic, Curtis, that the offensive player of the week was the quarterback for the Jets, Zach Wilson. The NFC offensive player of the week was the quarterback for the Giants, Tommy DeVito. And the two of those guys got outscored 54-6 to yesterday. DeVito missed time with an injury. Tyrod Taylor came in. Zach was out of the game with a concussion. And they both showed you that, A, without a decent offensive line, they can't win. And, B, to be honest, By the way, neither one of these guys are I heard I heard a number of your guests last week say, MVP. MVP, MVP. Uh, what is wrong with your guess when it comes to Tommy DeVito, who should go play in arena football no, and be bagging no, no. groceries He's better than that. at the Piggly Wiggly? He's 3-2 and two on a terrible football team. He's 3-2. and two. I'm not saying he's the answer, but come on. Shit. 
funny. Get a hold of yourself. I understand you still love and Tony. And then the fish. I know you still the love. The fish buried the Jets 30 nothing. Well, the Jets are terrible. I don't hear about Zach Wilson either. He's terrible. They're terrible. But I know you still Look, long for the days of Charlie Connolly and Fran Tarkenton and Norm Sneed. Those were your days with the Giants. Oh, God. You're getting me excited. <laughs> yeah. Joe Pizarzik or whatever the hell. Wrong way Pizarzik, right? Oh, God. oh, my God. Well, that was the late 70s. That's yeah, that was some dog yeah. days. Yeah. Well, they had three bad quarterbacks then. They had Randy Dean, Jerry Goldstein, and Joe Pesantric until 1979 during that era when they drafted a young and man we, out of we Moorhead have, State. Didn't we have Larry Sims. Zonka? Didn't we have Larry we Zonka? Did. Was, and yet with the Dolphins, he was all everything. With us, he was. He gave us who got. He gave us bubkins. Actually, that famous play with Joe Pesantric when he fumbled the ball against the Eagles and all he had to do was take a knee and win the game. He was trying to hand the football to the mentioned Hall of Famer and, and wait, Larry Zonka when Herman Edwards picked the football up and won the game. Now you got me back to my Brooklyn roots. So we have Ali Sherman, who was quarterback of Brooklyn College. Imagine Brooklyn College had a football team. All of a sudden, the Giants, the Mara family, oh, we got to make him the coach. Wait, we, we got two great potentials. We got Vince Lombardi here. We got Tom Landry here. We don't need them. We got Ali Sherman here, right? Hey, Vince, somebody buy Green Bay Packers. How many Super Bowls? Tom Landry buy. How many Super Bowls? Hey, what did you get from Ali Sherman? One of your people, one of the chosen yeah. people. By the way, why was he even touching pigskin and throwing footballs? <laughs> That's a shanda. He should impale himself with a menorah. I think it was seven to be exact because Lombardi won two. Green Bay won both Super Bowl one and Super Bowl two behind the MVP player Bart Starr, and I think Landry won five. Or got to five. I but, forget. But, but, but. Lombardi was from Brooklyn. I know. That would have been the perfect choice. Why? Because he was an Italian. Yes. Yeah, 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 that's yes. right. You know the Maris, the Irish there. They're there in Spring Lake. They fly their giant flag there. And by the way, they're so cheap. They don't even have cheerleaders. Have you ever seen a halftime show? It's too cold out. Excuse me. Have you ever seen a halftime show? <laughs> they have that broken down band come out there, <laughs> or they have dogs catching frisbees, and the stupid giant fans pay all kinds of money to sit there and go, well, you know, they're frugal. The Marriott's are frugal. But I will say this. Last year, Giants-Eagles playoff game. Giants took a beating, of course, and the Eagles went on to go to the Super Bowl after beating San Francisco and lose to Kansas City. But who was right there on the sideline next to Saquon Barkley? Rooting oh, on Eric the Giants. Adams, swagger man with yes. no plan who knows nothing about football. Absolutely nothing. He was a curse to the Jets, a curse to the Mets, a curse to the Yankees, and Justin Ellis, the curse of Jews are upon the Eagles tonight. You're going to lose against the Seahawks in Seattle when that guy from southern New Jersey who used to own the Philadelphia Inquirer put up an Israeli flag and an American flag in his executive box. What happened? The Jewish owner, self-hating Jew, kicked him out. And how come nobody talks about that since, huh? You don't even remember the guy's name. How quickly you Jews forget. You should have made a stand. And ever since then, Justin Ellick, it's been fly eagles, fly no. Crash eagles, crash. And you're going to lose tonight. You deserve it. I'm a monkey.
If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabulaw.com. That's G-A-B-O law.com. Gabu Law, where winning is no accident.